Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is life, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Luke Moore is here. It's Chico time. Jim Campbell is here. It's Jim time. Pete Donaldson's here. Uh, I declare my brilliance. Would you like me to uh, chat you through why I went for that? Oscar Wilde. Well, no, because you guys... You what, did you, what did you guys go for? I like, said it's Chico time. It's Chico time. Then <laughs> I you said went it's for, gym time. It's gym time. And then I was thinking of, like, naff, kind of Eurovision-style X Factor characters. And in my head, I was trying to think of... Remember Conchita Wurst? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been in the news recently. I couldn't remember her name. All mm. I could remember is the word fatwa. So I started saying, oh, I declare a fatwa. But then I was like, I'm not going to say that. No. no. I declare... My brilliance. So yeah. you got her mixed up with Oscar Wilde. Sometimes and, and, and aggressive. You don't have Death to. Witches. You don't have to say everything that's in your head. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Unless it just festers, and then it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. If anything, don't it's like if, it you, up. if you leave a bin around, it's always going to end up in really stinky bin juice. Yeah, yeah. and, and if you're really onions. unlucky, maggots. Yeah, yeah. or you uh, send maggots? it, to, or you send it to your ex girlfriend. All that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't <laughs> declare your brilliance without us having a referendum on whether yeah. Pete's brilliant or not. Motion not passed. I declare a brilliant fat wart on you. Stop saying. Stop declaring. That was on everyone. <laughs> All right, fine. You started by doing the opposite, and you've done it now. <laughs> you might as well have just said it. Why is your mic shield right jammed into the pop shield? <laughs> oh, fat What's wa- going on? Get the fat wars out. Tech for the errors early on the round. <laughs> Outrageous. Tech errors. What state? What state are the Huddersfield Town players currently in? Because they still are out. In better still than out. us. <laughs> Hashtag still out. Yeah, <laughs> they've done it. They the have big, done it. The big vag. They've gave ruined them. the last day of the season. They've done it. <laughs> Wagner from X Factor has done it. Indeed, he has. He, <laughs> he, he diverse. He <laughs> declared a forty-eight-hour boozy sesh. Did he? Well, he said the players have got two days off. Nudge, nudge, wink, yeah. wink. Say no more. Yeah. And uh, they'll they'll be rather drunk, you would imagine, at the moment, or certainly having a nice time, safe in the knowledge that they can approach the Arsenal game with glee. They'll probably mm. win it. They probably will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The form table would certainly suggest so. But, um, but they're staying up. Wise. Remarkable job, Wagner's done. Yeah. We worried about Huddersfield. They, they started dropping like a stone. They weren't <laughs> winning many games. They haven't scored that many goals. Uh, but they've stayed up. You wouldn't when 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 three team when the three teams get promoted in the Premier League uh, to the Premier League every year. Of course, there's usually one, maybe two, but there's usually one where people go, "Ooh, that's, that's going to be really tough." For it's them. a big ask. It's, it's tough for all of it's them. It's the first course. time that the three have stayed up since 2012. I think there you go. It's only the third time it's happened in Premier League history. Mm. The time before that was 2002. What I really liked about Wagner in the run-in, and we may have mentioned it on the show, but I know you guys. I've mentioned it to you guys. Is that he was asked by a journalist at a press conference, oh, are you worried about relegation? And he was like, not really. Yeah. No, 
spine. Yeah. She kept yeah. it really positive the whole mm-hmm. time. Didn't whack out those cliches. Didn't go, oh, we're treating every game like a cup final. No, I'm not worried about it. What's your next question? Yeah, we, I mean, yeah. we criticised him for that, to be fair. We though. probably he did, did, yeah. he did seem rather... Probably, so he sounds out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a little while ago as well. This might just be the fact that he's speaking in his uh, second language, but he said something along the lines of... Um, yeah, so wife I think is we delicious. probably need... And, not that. <laughs> we probably need about another, you know, four or five points if we'd like to stay up. <laughs> if we'd like to we'll decide yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I was is, thinking about it I, I hope that wasn't a mistake in a second language yeah but isn't it, isn't it fascinating isn't it great I know David Wagner um, represented the US as a footballer but he's obviously very German mm. and isn't it great it's weird to think that isn't yeah. it yeah. But, but isn't it great when uh, like a, 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 with the greatest respect to the beautiful town of Huddersfield isn't it great when someone from not from the UK is just really taken in yeah, by oh, yeah. the local population? And he's going to be a legend in Huddersfield now for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's the and, only and, place in England where that's currently happening. Yeah. AP, yeah. So, and football brings those two people together. If it no, wasn't right. for football, that I imagine, with the greatest respect to everyone concerned, mm-hmm. David Wagner would not be spending that much time in Huddersfield. Yeah. Rafa Benitez wouldn't be in Newcastle. It's like Mendieta. That's a lovely spot. It, it is a nice yeah. spot. Mendieta loves Middlesbrough. I think he still he? lives there. Yeah, exactly. He does. Yeah. Oh, is it Hulu Arca? Yeah. South Shields. Won the cup last year. And, uh, but Mendieta went to Spain. He went. He, he went back to Spain and thought, nah, it's not the northeast of England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Darren but he's great though. You're absolutely right, Luke. Varna Love, and also he's nowhere to be seen. We now. also had one. But he of, is enjoying a boozy session, no doubt, somewhere <laughs> with, with a uh, anti tank <laughs> missile. <laughs> oh yeah, just in case. Oh, just in oh, case. That's too long ago. You, if you're going to drop that into conversation, you need to refresh. I think he, well, he once went to a, a house party with an anti-tank missile. Yeah, I don't Brazil. know if he went with one. I think one happened to be there. You never know when a tank's going to turn up. <laughs> no, exactly. In the in the. I don't. I don't think. What's your opinion on tanks? I'm very anti-tank, <laughs> as displayed by this anti-tank missile. <laughs> you could have just brought a banner. Just, yeah. just I don't like carrying a bottle of wine to a party. No. Imagine carrying oh, no, that you around. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Turns off, it's empty. But you're just, not anti-wine. I, I just though. get one of those hats with two uh, beer cans on the top. Yeah, and straws. But on, yes. on on the um, on the games themselves, obviously Huddersfield have played. Am I right in saying they've played two games since we? No, they've played one. Manchester City away. Yes. And Chelsea we, away. I don't know if we covered that. Anyway, I forget. Two great points. And the game last night, at time of recording, produced one of the best saves What's of the, the season. The result's mm. not going to change. It's not, but what I'm saying, I don't know if we talked about it or not. Last no, we, night, we certainly didn't talk about the Chelsea game. But I said last, last night. night at time of recording, because today it was last night. Yeah. If you listen tomorrow, it won't be last night, Marcus. It won't be. Time is, is normally the same. Is anyway, it's not live? I think anyway, people will get it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> One of the saves of the season. Yeah. It's the salient oh, point here. But that, but that goal mouth scramble summed it all up. Bodies in the way. And, and we have to remember, Chelsea wanted bodies, to win. Yeah. Bodies. Against, bodies. Bodies. It, it, against Man City, uh, Jim, of course. The, the Manchester City have already won the league. And so they want to win. And of course, they put pressure on Huddersfield. But Huddersfield fought to the end and got their point. Yeah. Uh, and some people might say, well, were Manchester City at full throttle? Like, I wouldn't really question that too much. But I understand the uh, the, the potential accusation. You can't say that about Chelsea. No, absolutely not. I, th- I think, though, Luke, you said about the City game uh, that it was, you know, you'd never seen a game played just outside the team's area. So much. The was exactly the same. They, mm. Chelsea laid siege and they were really, really desperate for, for, for you know, for the, the three points. And it, it was a phenomenal effort from Huddersfield to set mm. up to do that kind of job. Absolutely. Uh, at Stamford Bridge against a team that, that need it and want it. It was, so, it was more and the, impressive. And the goal yeah. Chelsea scored was a complete fluke anyway. Yeah. yeah. It um, was like James Milner's own goal, wasn't it? Yeah, but exactly. It's right <laughs> in. Um, I, loved, I loved the old Anto- Antonio Conte um, uh, position on this. What's that? Must win game? I'm making five changes. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm leaving out the best player. So, well, and I'm leaving. Deal with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do have the cup final to think about, though. Yeah. yeah. 
bit. In a bit. In a bit. Yeah. But it was brilliant. The way Huddersfield organised themselves defensively <laughs> was was just superb. And and they deserve their lovely time, of course. But, of course, Swan, Swansea are now down. Yeah. Carlos Carviel, the so man before who... Before you go on to Swansea, really yeah. quick, if you don't mind, just I wanted to... Because Huddersfield aren't a team that people talk about much, and I really wanted to say... Christopher Schindler's been fantastic at the back for them. Mm-hmm. They've also been a testament to how important January can be for a promoted team. They brought in Congolo on loan. He's mm-hmm. been fantastic. And they brought in Alex Pritchard as well in January, who's um, done, done, done well for them too. They were able to strengthen at a really key time because they came through the Christmas and New Year not in very good form at all. And it really galvanised them. And they've been able to essentially keep themselves up by the decisions that David Wagner's made. And he deserves an immense amount of credit. Mm-hmm. Carlos Carvajal doesn't. Next. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can't stress enough, two huge points away to Man City yeah, and Chelsea. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I mean, that was one of the ones where you look at the fixed list yeah. at the start of the season and think, whoa, that is, they could yeah. be in real, real trouble well, there. People, and people, we were saying that and others would have been as well when you look at the fixtures and, and who's got who to play and you thought, if Huddersfield, you know, they've got to get something and they bloody well have and they got mm. themselves over the line. And Huddersfield are 15-4 to four with Bet365 to beat Arsenal at the weekend and end their season in style. Well, they have the luxury of being safe on the last day and the honour of hosting uh, Arsene Wenger's last game uh, in charge of Arsenal. And Arsenal have picked up zero points on the road in 2018 <laughs> so far, so £10 on Huddersfield will return £47.50 should bid Vag and the Terriers end with a win. Absolutely right. Swansea are down though, chaps. They are, aren't they? And West Brom as well. It's um, It feels like one of those episodes of Game of Thrones where loads of people die, like really suddenly and unexpectedly. In Swan- week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Swansea aren't actually down though, are they? So yeah. we're going to have egg on our face here. Well, I mean, it's a 10-goal swing that's needed, isn't it? Cause they, it's the hope though, isn't it? It's yeah. the hope. But I mean, are, are Chelsea in the Champions League? <laughs> no, they're not. I well, they, I wonder, they can mathematically get They can, yeah, they're two yeah. points behind. Yeah. I, I wonder if Conte just doesn't want to face Chelsea with his next team. So right. like, you know what? I'll keep them just out of the Champions League. Swan, Swansea were honestly so, so bad against Southampton. It they was, were, yeah. It was, it was utterly drab. Wasn't well, it? former Swansea and Real Madrid manager, that can only mean one man, <laughs> uh, John Toshak, um, he blamed Jose Mourinho for Swansea's decline. Let me add a little bit more to this. Um, <laughs> no, that's enough. That's fine. <laughs> well, as he pointed out, he said the last seven or eight games since Mauricio made Carlos Carvajal the manager of the season, they've gone all those games without a win. And, and it was true. When Carvajal came in, Swansea's results got better and he started to galvanise them a bit and so on. And suddenly Carvajal was, was in all of our lives. Of course, he'd been in some of our lives managing in the championship. But, but, but there he came and, and all football fans across the country knew he was a bit wacky and a bit personality driven, as I think Luke once said. And then uh, Mourinho says that. And the results suggest that they've, I don't know about taking the foot off the gas, but it's, it's not had the desired effect really, has no, it? No, well, Toshak said something along the lines of, um, it's, not the, it's not the punches to the head that soften the fighter, but the pats on the back. Oh. And um, I wonder if that's, that's happened a bit. Because it, it looked for a time like he had just come in, sorted it out, and Swansea would be fine with the games they had left. And then he saw, they, they seemed to sort of recapture their attacking verve a little bit under him and then sort of step away from that. Yeah. And that, that's cost them. You, 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 you said that they were really poor against Southampton. I thought first half, they looked quite um, slick at times. And I, and I really feared for Southampton. They, but second half, it was a completely yeah. different story. It was slick in a very ineffectual way, wasn't it? And also in the second <laughs> half particularly... They doing a lot of slipping as well. Uh, yeah. In the uh, six-yard box. It, it, it looked like like a championship game, didn't it? Mm. It really, really did. Well, credit to Southampton, Luke Moore. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think so, actually. Yeah. Absolutely right. An but... enormous amount of credit. And, and you've had an enormous amount of criticism or, or certainly feedback yeah. on Twitter, haven't you? It's not about me, is it? It's less just me. I, I think we should make it about <laughs> you, actually. No, I did get a lot of stick on, on Twitter. On yeah. behalf of Southampton fans, up yours. I really wanted Southampton to be relegated. Yeah. 
I made no bones about that. Uh-huh. They are now not going to be relegated. Mm-hmm. So well done to them. I've messaged my four or five Southampton supported friends, said well done. I said, like, really? well done for you personally. I'm really pleased for you because I know it's important to you. <laughs> they I, played their part. Patronising. I hope the club... <laughs> League One. I hope. He's hoping they get relegated next season. They're not going to be relegated this season. They've done enough. Well done to them. Are you going to apologise to Southampton? You don't have to when it's family. South Coast family. You don't have to, do you? We're all in the same family down the South Coast. <laughs> Fabulous. I mean, come on. Southampton, one of the teams down there that have shown a little bit of fight and determination. They were very unlucky against Everton, of course. They went away and won against Swansea. And, and, and you rightly said, Luke, the, the reason why those teams are down there is because they don't win enough games. Well, yeah. they've picked up seven points in the last three games. There you that's, are. that's key. And, and what, Swansea lost four in a row now, something yeah. like that. So mm. momentum is really important that time of the season. They, they've had a poor season, Southampton. I don't think anyone would suggest that that they deserve to be down there on the terms of the playing talent mm. they've got. Uh, they've been very poor, uh, but they've, they've done enough to survive. And, they, and, 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 and do you know what? With them, if I'm being totally fair, providing they make the right... Um, that's the thing, I've got Mark Hughes in there. Providing <laughs> they make some, the right decisions in the summer, with the sort of, um, what would you call it, conveyor belt of talent they have coming through and mm. the experience of Hughes, who can, surely can do a good job here and there. I think it's a one-off that they're down there. I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't see them being in danger next season as things currently stand. Sure, they did, they, they, and to be fair, in a lot of quite high-profile matches for Southampton, they haven't had the rub of the green from refereeing decisions. So next season wow, might wow, be a wow. completely different <laughs> situation. Situation. Mm. Um, yes, I was just going to say, so last other season, playing devil's advocate here, Swansea got Stoke at home, mm-hmm. right? And um, Southampton go to City, don't they? Yeah, uh, they do. Or no, they play them at home. Yeah, so Southampton, <laughs> yeah. Southampton are at home. So... What if like Stoke and Southampton both get someone sent off? Could is that ten goal swing impossible? A couple of shellacking. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's impossible. Look, and yeah. I, and, and I think um, given that it, there will be a subconscious relaxing by Southampton because they're all but safe. Yeah, I, I think because Man City have already won the title, they're going for a hundred points. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so Man City want to win this game. I don't think anyone. Look I'm not saying. Look at his little face. I'm not saying. The corner of his mouth. He's putting Joker makeup on. Marcus, get, ready, <laughs> get ready, Twitter. Looks <laughs> like you can have another swing yeah. at him. You limber up those fingers. <laughs> you poked the bell with this bit. Don't be <laughs> Look, would, would anyone? All things being equal, if we talked about a um, a game in the yeah. middle of the season, a general game between Man City and Southampton, and I said to you on the day after the game, oh, you see the result last night? And you said, no, I said, Man City whopped Southampton 7-0. Based on what you've seen this season, you wouldn't think that was absolutely outrageous? I wouldn't think it was outrageous, no. And it's still mathematically possible for Napoli mm. to win the league. It is, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but so, the, the 10-goal swing thing, I mean, the problem is, Swansea are much more likely. There's no way Swansea are going to score like four or five yeah, goals quite, in one yeah. game. They, 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 won't score, they haven't scored, I think they scored two in the last eight. Yeah, well, no it, way it, it, would take, it would take Stoke absolutely collapsing, wouldn't it? That's why I, I mentioned a man getting sent off. It needs a 10 nil. I mean, true. <laughs> if, yeah, if Stoke had a man sent off and they just went, ah, you know, yeah, just collapse. And Swansea won, say, four or five <laughs> nil. A man City were having a lovely time. And went, I mean, yeah, it's not. Can I flip it on you and say, I don't think it'll Just happen. ask a question. If in the position they're currently in, uh-huh. If Southampton were relegated this mm-hmm. weekend, would it be the most remarkable relegation in history? Uh, possibly. So there you go. It's probably. Oh, yeah. And if it happens, <laughs> you'll have. I will give you five minutes. No, you're all coming in. <laughs> if it happens, you're all coming in Sunday night. <laughs> um, but go- seriously, well done to Southampton. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Chelsea, of course, only managing a draw with uh, Huddersfield meant that their hopes of uh, finishing fourth are less likely. They need to beat Newcastle at the fortress that is St James's Park and hope Brighton beat <laughs> Liverpool at Anfield. All Liverpool need is a draw. It was a bad result for Chelsea. It really was. Mm. But all Liverpool need is a draw if, if Chelsea don't win about 40 nil. Well, Brighton yeah. as well need to secure their status, don't they? So they're going to be fine. Yeah, hard. exactly. They're still not safe, Marcus, <laughs> are they, Brighton? 
What, why are you saying that? <laughs> you, you know that's factually incorrect, and I don't think you should uh, mislead the listeners. Like I'll that. say what I want. Uh, but Pep Guardiola has said Sean Dyche or Rafa Benitez would be worthy winners of the Manager of the Season award. I love that. It's slightly damning with faint praise. Isn't it? I, I've I've seen those teams, played those teams, because yes. some of those players are te- dreadful. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most Guardiola is doing yeah. it properly. Yeah. yeah, he's seen Benitez. His team has stayed up quite comfortably and, and and whatnot. He's not given out this award in his own head or suggesting things way before. Yeah, safety he's, he's not relegated been... Swansea, for no. example. <laughs> Mourinho wants to give the manager's award, season award to uh, Scott McTominay. Yeah. <laughs> Shows great promise in his football thinking. I realise I'm the only person that finds this funny. But no, I, 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 I think it's hilarious. No, did you not hear my laughter then? Yeah, you do all the time. John, you laugh at anything. John Joe Shelby believes the best bit of business Newcastle can do over the summer is to make sure Benitez stays, Peter. Mm. Do you see Benitez also said that he'd be a handy option for England. It's not going away, is it? Yeah. It won't go away. <laughs> and there's reasons for that. Uh, John Joe said that uh, Benitez transformed the club when he arrived. And he also said after his sending off against Spurs in their first league match of the season that he feared he'd be training with the youth players or, or punished in some sort of way. And instead, apparently, old Rafa put an arm around him straight the first thing on in training the next morning. Said, let's have a pint. And so, <laughs> let's get pissed. So, just, so if you come in a room and John Joe Shelby's there, he's quite a startling looking man. I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be friends with him more than be angry with him. What, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Do you want my wallet? Uh, here's my wallet. That's have not, my wallet. It's not what he said. He said, <laughs> just forget about it. Let's move on and keep pushing forwards towards where we know you can get to. Ah. That's, that's, you know, man management. Rafa mm. also said this week that uh, he's uh, always been a fan of Musa Sissoko. Oh dear. He was there for Spurs. <laughs> he was there, stinking up the place, as always. Yeah. Oh, they got the win. On that note of uh, Benitez being a great manager, Pete, would you be interested to know that Newcastle are currently 500 to 1 with Bet365 to win next season's Premier League? Ooh. So £10 on that will return £5,010 should the tune lift the big one in the name of Kevin Keegan. What uh, if we get the takeover and it's exactly. a lot more money than Staveley can give Benitez us? Benitez like, has won a league before. Yeah. Exactly. A cash Le- injection. Leicester's odds were higher than that and they did it, so it's uh-huh. pretty much nailed on. Mm. Yeah. Get involved. You, should, you should lump a lot on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've already put. You know, Mitrovic to uh, be top scorer in the World Cup. You so. have. You have, exactly. Yeah, okay. Put me money where my mouth is. Oh, are we ready for correspondence? I'm certainly ready. ready. It's ready time for correspondence with Peatles. It is time for correspondence with Martin Wheeler, <laughs> an Arsenal supporter slash sympathiser, he says. Uh, hi, guys. Whilst uh, sitting in an incredibly boring sales conference this week, I came across an interesting statistic. You should have been paying attention, Martin. No team that's promoted last season to the five English leagues in the 2016-17 season was le- relegated in 2017-18. Impressive. Very That's good, isn't it? Yeah, isn't that, that an is interesting good. little... I mean, I've got nowhere checking that, but I'll take his word for it. Well, he's, he's shown us working out. JC, hello JC, John Corbin. Uh, uh, basically, I met Teddy Sheringham once. Uh, I can't remember exactly <laughs> when this was, but all fingers point to the 3 4 season when Teddy was at Portsmouth and I was around eight years old. I was out shopping with uh, in Brighton with my dad uh, and when who should be in front of us in the queue? None other than Teddy. Now, it's worth pointing out that me and my dad are Chelsea fans. My dad was a season ticket holder for 15 years, thus he hated Spurs and Teddy. Being an eight-year-old, I had no idea Teddy had played for Spurs and simply recognised him as being a footballer in my petite Panini um, sticker book, the first footballer I'd actually seen in the flesh. It's very exciting. My dad had obviously not noticed him, but I did. I turned to my dad and said, Look, Dad, it's Teddy Sheringham. Upon hearing this, Teddy turned around and quite arrogantly said, Oh, suppose you want an autograph then? To which my dad replied with, no, f*** off, you What? <laughs> needless wow. to say, needless to say, I didn't get the autograph from Teddy. 
Keep the good work, he says. Thank you very much that is for that absolutely one. outrageous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't very know. strong. Yeah. Uh, Sean Hirsch, uh, finally for now, uh, has come up uh, with... Um, he's got a screenshot from Jordan Brooks's... Um, uh, is it Instagram? No, it's at Facebook. I do believe. Basically, he's a midfielder with the uh, Portsmouth Football Club and under-18. I think he's an under-18 international as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, attention, all scouts and agents, says Jordan Brooks. Because Portsmouth lost to Charlton... 1-0. On April 21st, the club has decided not to start a under-23 side, which was to be funded with game day revenue from the playoffs, and we've all been released. Oh. The exit trials are taking place at Walking FC on Thursday. Please come along and see me. Yeah. Is he trying to use us to get a move somewhere? <laughs> That's the worst idea we could um, ever come up with. I saw this online and I had to. I haven't actually had time to look into what it actually means and mm. what if that's true or not, but um, I did actually see that, so it's, uh, presumably that's happening. Are we an agency yeah. now for players? Mm. Well, the Southampton Academy as long as we get up, up, I'm sure. As long as, yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> will. <laughs> Listen, not for the first time, Jim. Hey, Keegan came in and got rid of the... Um, did he get rid of the B team in England or did he get rid of the under-21s at Newcastle? I always forget. He got rid of the title challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the credibility. Um, and so, no, I think you're right. I think he he did something like that. Speaking yeah. of um, Portsmouth losing players to Southampton, you know, obviously Alex Oxlade Chamberlain yeah. sit for in there. His mm-hmm. dad played for Portsmouth and all the rest mm. of it. And so Portsmouth have now got Alex Oxlade Chamberlain's younger brother. Just in I'll, case. Yeah. And I, I've never seen him play. I, I think he might have played a couple of times, but I, I, I can't recall seeing him play. Mm. I have no idea if he's any good or not. Um, but it's almost like they're saying, well, you're not going anywhere. You are staying. Yeah. You are staying here <laughs> for life. You're wow. here for life. Uh, if you want to get to the show, shortthefootballramble.com. Lovely old job. We're going to talk about Spurs and Manchester City after this. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. I've never felt this bad ever. I was hoping for Rooney. I was hoping I haven't heard oh, yeah. the boss says a new devil hey, is arriving. Devil is Don't arriving. talk down the Tim Sherwood one. Come it's on, good. he's been linked with the Ipswich job this week, and Rooney's off to MLS. Apparently, DC United. Yeah, yeah. Big Sam doesn't what, want him to go. What, what? Are Ips, what are Ipswich doing going after Sherwood? It's, no. it's mad. <laughs> and a bit of a laugh, aren't they? Yeah, he used to play for Norwich for God's sake. Yeah. <coughs> what do we think of Rooney going? I think that'd be a silly move for DC United. I think that's ridiculous. And really. I think well, yeah, he'll probably have a nice time. Um, it's not he, about that, is it? He'll have a, he'll <laughs> have a nice Rooney. time. He'll yeah. have a nice time. He'll probably play I quite well. Um, but um, to, out of all of the places you could live in the US, is uh, is is Washington? He's the, going uh, for the capital, baby. Yeah, is it's a funny, the... funny fit that, isn't it? Yeah, Although I suppose just, I don't know is he going to have that much of a good time? Maybe he's to... really into politics. <laughs> Maybe he is. Big fan of the West Wing, win, Rooney. Yeah. Big fan of the West Wing. I want to regularly uh, have dinner with the president. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I feel like, based on Rooney's performances this season, he's got more to give to Everton. Maybe Everton fans would, would get in touch and disagree with that. But I, yeah, I, I, I think so. I feel like At he's... that price, though, he's probably on a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, it could well be that. The wages will be high, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spurs did beat Newcastle to ensure they'll be back in the Champions League for another swing next season. Uh, of course, they'll be playing um, at their new home. What do we expect from Spurs next season? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's been a, a couple of tiny little suggestions that Pochettino may move on. I, don't, I personally don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think. I certainly don't think now. I think you're not going to do that and put all the hard grafting, no. go through all the trauma of of having to 
steward a team into the Champions League again in a, in a stadium that's not your own mm. to not be there for the big inauguration Absolutely. And, and also Champions League football that's a big draw for any footballer yeah. Um, Pochettino knows how to get the best out of players. It would be a great place to yeah. uh, move to. So yeah. I, I, a very attractive proposition. But do we see them spend... Off so cool. but, bring someone in. Ah, oh, Sissoko. But I, I think with Spurs, I'd love to see them have a proper title challenge mm. next season. Well, actually, mm. when I say nah. that, it's really, it, it's really in light of Manchester City, isn't it, I suppose? <laughs> because they have been challenging for the title previous seasons and then Manchester City come along with Pep and do what they do. Um, but it would be great to see them up there battling. Obviously, Jim, I don't expect you to agree with that, and nor should you. Uh, but um, I we see a few summer signings from them. It's, well, a, it's an I, interesting. I think, I think they needed because I, I watched them yesterday and they looked a little bit flat. They looked a little bit disorganised, and they had a couple of injuries and, mm-hmm. and, and a couple of players mm-hmm. carrying injuries, as you always get about this time of the season. But I thought uh, Newcastle weren't there. Well, to that's make a place for Soko and Wanyama in the middle of the mm-hmm. field because there's ill and Dembele's injured mm-hmm. and Winks is injured. So yeah, I, I, I was. I mean, to get through that game with a win at this stage of the season, was, given was a good performance. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I think he's done a good job. I think. Given the amount of variables, if you'd asked me to start the season, which you may well have done, I can't remember, I would have said that I, I would have picked Spurs to be the team to fall out of the top four, given this, mm. all the different variables that are in part, as part of their season. They've managed to keep hold of pretty much every player, with the exception of Carl Walker. Um, I think a couple of players will move on in the summer, and I think they'll, they'll strengthen in response to that. Um, and as ever, as we, as we say time and again with, with Spurs, if Pochettino stays and he can keep the players happy, which he seems to be able to do, I don't see why they're not going to finish in the top four again. The atmosphere in that new stadium, something they've been waiting for for such yeah. a long time, next year, will be absolutely pumping. And don't forget, um, the season they left White Hart Lane, they were undefeated at home. So yeah. um, it's massive for them at home. Uh, and I think you could argue um, they, they might even improve on next season. But the thing is, Man City will improve and, and the season... And the, and Man and United the pre- did yeah. West Ham improve. The Premier League... <laughs> excuse me. The Premier League only seems to get stronger and stronger each year. So Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think the stadium actually has ended up costing Spurs more than they anticipated. So there is going to be a little bit more of um, balancing of the books required. I think they might have to sell to buy. Um, but that does not mean they're not a really attractive proposition for players coming in. So I imagine well, even with that caveat, they probably will improve. They, do, they don't pay the wages, which is a big well, problem, issue, I think. But they have got Champions League football and Pochettino, which I think is uh, mm. very much, and, you know, one of the greatest strikers well, we've I, seen in think, some years. I think a lot of the t- 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 chat about Spurs wages, to me, my take on it is that as far as I understand it, and I might have mentioned this on the show before, and apologies if I, if I have, they're incentivised, these players. So the type, and, and what that means is that they, they, they tend to then attract the type of player. It's a really clever move, I think, because although you're, ostensibly you miss out on players here and there because you don't pay ridiculous money, you're not, not going to pay 350 grand a week for Ozil or Sanchez or whatever. But what it means is you attract the type of player who has to stay motivated to want to earn money. So mm. Harry Kane being reported whenever it was that he's only on 70 grand a week. Well, my understanding is he was taking home like double that because he was meeting all these standards. He was hitting yeah. all these bonuses and he was taking home 150 a week. So what it means is the reason someone like Christian Eriksen, who's, yeah, they didn't pay much money for and who's a fantastic player and maybe isn't on the basic wage he could achieve somewhere else, he gets his money bumped up by bonuses, which means he stays motivated to play. I think it's a really clever model. Mm. It's a bit of a gamble because... Um, you can't always get every player on that. But what it does is it means you attract these players who are the right type of personality because they know they have to play well and work hard to get paid. Mm, and you can see that motivation in the team and also from Pochettino. I mean, remember how annoyed he was 
um, when they went out of the FA Cup, just really, really frustrated yeah. that they hadn't been able to pass that hurdle again. And you want that, you know, you absolutely want that. Even if it's a little bit petulant, you want that from from that team. And that's been their issue this season that they've got very close again to 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 winning something and and you know making a real splash and have fallen just short of and, it. Uh, so uh, that's that's what they need to improve. And I, I I think again the problem is that's going to be really really difficult because as you say, Man City will improve. I think Man United will be better. Chelsea season on season off thing might happen again. Um, so yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what happens to Spurs in their new stadium. You, you think you know generally it takes teams a little while to settle into a new place as well, but they didn't really have that problem at Wembley. So we'll yeah. see. No, and, and also the challenges they've had to overcome as well as the stadium thing. I mean they've had um, big injuries to Alderweire. I'll do everyone agrees is one of the, one of the best defenders around. Wanyama was injured uh, for a while. Rose had a long-term injury. He's one mm. of the standout fullbacks in the Premier League. Harry Winks is one of the great young hopes for the England team. He's been injured for ages. Harry Kane got really badly injured for a month, mm. a key part of the season. Mm. Um, Pochettino's a relatively young manager himself. Um, I was reading earlier that um, I, think he's, I think he's only been a manager for nine years. So, wow. I mean, in total. So, I mean, all these things, I mean, he's still obviously a very hungry manager to go on and achieve stuff. I think the future's really bright for Spurs, and I would be suspicious of anyone saying elsewise. Yeah, Jim, you said earlier, obviously, that Spurs are moving stadium. There's a, uh, an economic concern, I suppose. Um, They'll just have to get their business done early before the World Cup well, they will. all the prices of every footballer mm-hmm. around. Sure, but I mean, if they need... Go some, after Italian players. You go after Italian <laughs> players, but if they need you know, a bit of wisdom and a bit of uh, <laughs> guidance from someone who has moved in that part of the world to a new stadium and knows mm-hmm. how to balance the books. Wenger is a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. this was going Wenger, but I couldn't yeah, work yeah. out how you were going to do it. I, was I didn't go Sven, manager. To be honest. Yeah, mm. I was like, uh. yeah. Uh, no, Sven likes that he likes the money. Let's let's. <laughs> that was be a fork in the road for Marcus. It can go either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I am enjoying the uh, Arsene Wenger to uh, Everton rumours, which will uh, no doubt be <laughs> yeah. uh, a load of nonsense. But um, but of course, uh, the last, uh, the last uh, home game Spurs have uh, this season is against Leicester City who disrespected Arsene Wenger by beating Arsenal 3-1 the other yeah. night nice to see Kelechi uh, Iheanacho scoring again but a much Disagree. needed win for, <laughs> a much needed win for Puel to, to hush his critics at, Absolutely, least, yeah. at least for a brief moment yeah they've been very very vocal um, and again like sentimental, sentimentality aside this is why Wenger is going isn't it this sort of thing that <laughs> that big self-destruct button that players can't help but trip over and yeah. haul down in mm. some cases <laughs> I find I find it odd, and I'm happy to be told otherwise by Leicester fans. And I know the last day of the se- last game of the season is a tough one, but um, if if everything goes in their favour, they all finish eighth, I think. Which I mean, is that bad for Leicester? Mm. Or is that yeah. a bad season? I don't. No, I, don't I mean, know. They're, they're certainly going to finish eighth or ninth. Yeah, is that, I mean, what's wrong if, with that? Am I missing Chelsea, something here? If Chelsea were interested, they don't they don't like spending a lot of money at the moment. Go on. Go on. Then get a Chelsea. Yeah. He must be really annoyed with Arsenal right now. Come with me, mm. Peter. Get him now. Like, get him now when he's really angry. <laughs> yeah. And it would be... I reckon G- Giroud's already there. I reckon he'd do it. Fabregas is there. <laughs> Imagine that, Giroud <laughs> thinking, I've just broken into the team. I'm. Sitting. How are we talking about this? Venga comes in. Then get a Chelsea. Yes. Come on. Yes. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things. I would love you to be his agent in this um, <laughs> next period of his life. I think he probably is. <laughs> just going back to Leicester really quickly because uh, that's who we're talking yeah, about yeah they've scored quite a lot of goals this season as they well have. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I don't really understand the ire their, their form's not prior to this win though their form hasn't been brilliant has it and apparently the, 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 the football is very flat this is the same uh, same criticism that he had at uh, Southampton so that's when I was um, browsing the Puel out hashtag 
on Twitter, which is obviously <laughs> a terrible way to gauge opinion of anything. It's just the angry people venting. Uh-huh. Um, but that, that, that was the sort of the common theme. The football's been drab. And, you know, again, at the, their last home game of the season, most of the fans left before the, fan, mm-hmm. before the team did their lap of honour and stuff. So clearly yeah, there is unrest there. I, I, I agree with you disagreeing with that. And I do think it is a, it is a very strangely um, knee-jerk um, reaction but you know it's 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 growing it's and it's getting louder so there's got to be well as, as i said to it as him. i said before i'd like to see puel there next season i think give him a chance because i think he can i know he's had a little while at leicester but i think next season you might see a different slightly different side more uh the way puel likes to play and if not then um no doubt they'll uh, get rid of him well so. i think a, a lot of teams just get frustrated at seeing their team not play the west ham way regardless <laughs> of who that team is <laughs> i think um, <laughs> We were talking about Chelsea earlier. Pete was being unhelpful, saying Arsenal Wenger the Chelsea. I thought you've been um, very helpful. unhelpful. Yeah, I Chelsea, enjoyed it. Uh, did you? <laughs> yeah, right. Very much so. <laughs> Chelsea are three to five at Bet Three Six Five to win up at St James's on the final day, Pete. Ah. So ten pound return, sixteen pound including stake, and it'll possibly happen. Mm. Mind you, Chelsea won that. Pete's impressive. going to that game, so have but a bit of respect. Um, I managed to get tickets in the end. Yep. Good man. Spent a lot of money on them. So the good people up there have a look out for Petey. Mm. He looks You're like... going to the home of football this weekend, Pete. home of football. He looks like a lot of people. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh... like, Where's Wally in the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> where's the Wally? You can have a pint of Modiame afterwards. <laughs> in the he drinks break. all before his matches, <laughs> as you well know. <laughs> Manchester City broke a few records in their 3-1 win over Brighton. They've scored 105 goals this season, breaking Chelsea's Premier League record of 103. In whenever you, whenever you, I saw that written down, I couldn't help but think of the Alan Partridge line: mm. "I've got 104 friends." I've got 100, <laughs> we've scored 104 goals. <laughs> um, they've equaled the all-time English top flight record for most wins in a single campaign: Ooh, 31. And obviously wow. they can break that, you know, winning uh, their last game of the season. But that equals Tottenham's record in 1960-61. Yeah, incredible. 97 points. They've got. They're going for a hundred. Could get a hundred, mm. but Southampton stand in their way. They do. They certainly do. Um, and also, the ninety-seven points that Manchester City have got this season is only bettered in the English top flight by Liverpool's haul of ninety-eight in nineteen seventy-eight, nineteen seventy-nine. If you adjust the two points for a win to three points for a win, so that shows you how bloody impressive this has mm. all been. And Pep Guardiola said after the match, "I am not saying we are the best Premier League side, but we did the best season ever." <laughs> Well, it sort of is what you do. And, and, also, um, <laughs> and also, the Liverpool thing, I think, in 78, 79, um, there were 22 teams in the fl- top flight, weren't there? Is that right? So, right. so <clears throat> it's, it's actually, you would wonder Incredibly. whether that... Yeah, you'd wonder whether that actually counts anyway. Yeah. But then Matt, don't, don't, don't tweet in Liverpool fans. I don't want to... I don't want to hear about it. I don't it. want to no. talk to any of you. No. Yeah, you're well, busy with Southampton fans. Oh yeah, I've got loads on my plate. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. well, well, that's a separate issue. <laughs> um, Manchester City. A rare fat joke from Jim Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. Oi, enough of that fat stuff. Let's right. talk about Yaya Toure. Okay? Keeps no. himself in great shape. He's, he's off. He's out of there, isn't he? Yeah, emotional yep. scenes. It was, it was lovely, and it was they, nice that his brother popped over. True to his word, they forgot his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to play for the club anymore. He's I, just sort of taking his time. I think this is quite an interesting... Um, He's been a magnificent sort of player. ...interesting element of modern football, because teams like Man City, and, and with the greatest respect to their history, of course, because they have you know done, done a decent amount in the past, but in the recent past, you'd say now is their golden age, right? Um, they're making legendary players now and it, we're actually watching it happen I yeah. saw when Torre left and of course he was given a lot of uh, credit and rightly so but they've actually named a training pitch after him at the uh-huh. training ground he's got a mosaic of his name and it's the Yaya Torre pitch and stuff So he'll end up as a coach there the, at some point won't he who knows yeah if he wants to I guess he might, he might do but um, Pep was saying um, that 
he reckons he could be a good asset for someone else in the Premier League. So, um, which, which I sort of read as, yeah, we just want him gone. Really. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. I mean, he's, he's not started a game at all, has he? And I mean, he, he looks leggy. <laughs> I mean, that is. But then sometimes well, he's, he's sometimes they look quite sprightly, and you're like, oh, what's going on there? Sometimes because yeah. you usually look so leggy. Um, I know, I, but he's he's 34 now, Jim. I think I think I'm saying that um, he would probably do a job for someone in the Premier League. It's like uh, the equivalent of, can you write me a nice letter? Yeah, yeah. Like we're well, well, you're getting made redundant, but mm-hmm. I'll write you a nice letter. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll give you a good reference. Yeah. Uh, well, there, there's tiny little rumours online that suggest that uh, Rangers or Celtic might be interested in him. I tell you what, though, if he if he wanted to go and play in Scotland, you know, it wouldn't be the, the worst idea. Could they afford him? Realistically, could, could Stephen Gerrard tempt him? Now he's manager of Rangers, Jim. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that one thing that Torre will always be remembered for is the season thirteen fourteen when they won the league under Pellegrini. And, twenty plus and goals. They got twenty from midfield. Yeah, only him and Frank league. Lampard have done that. That's a fantastic contribution. Yeah, and Howitzer's in there. As Amazing well. contribution. He's, he's had a fantastic career, and he left when he left Barcelona. His well, he's I think it was his wife who said, "Well, I'm, I'm not sure about this. You know, you're leaving one of the best sides in mm. the world ever." Mm. And of course, he was a part of their treble winning or however many trophies they won when they beat Manchester United 2-0 in the final in Rome in the Champions League. And he felt that when he was going to Manchester City, he thought, actually, you know, this is something that's going to take off and I could be one of the main men. And rightly so, what you just said there, look about the training pitch named after him. He wouldn't have got that at Barcelona. He would have had a lovely time if he'd stayed there. Uh, but he's helped write some of the best chapters in the history of, of a football club mm. in Manchester City. You know, so you Absolutely. can't argue too much. Uh, but there is a, uh, there are a few little rumours, um, and I suppose it's a nice way to, to mention that Steven <laughs> Gerrard is the Rangers manager. Yes. And some people didn't see this coming. A few people, when it, or a fair few people thought, well, when the rumours and the, and the speculation appeared, it made sense for, for Gerrard. And I honestly think it's a good move for him, you know. I think uh, it's a brave move. Up against Rodgers. He deserves, well, listen, Mark, he deserves credit for it because, yeah. Uh, if you were an aspiring manager, I mean, he had a nice, I'm not suggesting he didn't work hard or wasn't good at it, but he had a cushy job at, um, at Liverpool working with a um, with an academy team and stuff. And but that's probably why he left. If yeah, he, uh, but, but, but it would have been the easiest thing in the world yeah. for him to stay there. And so, do you know what? If I stick here, I might get an assistant's job. Then I might get the Liverpool job. He's going to go out there and cut his teeth in, in a, mm-hmm. at a big club mm-hmm. in a difficult um, situation because yep. they're miles behind Celtic that's and they right. will be until they get investment. And that's like, that's just how it is. How many have Celtic won in a row? Seven now or something? I think it's seven, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's he a, needs to stop that. It's yeah. a big, big challenge for him. And uh, I respect him greatly for going and taking the job. Uh, I'm fascinated to see how it turns out um, because... We have no idea what he's like as a manager. Exactly. And because he can do that job that he was doing before at Liverpool with the young players. I mean, of course, half the battles won with young players when you're Steven Gerrard, for God's sake, at Liverpool. I mean, he's Uh a legend there. So him going out of his comfort zone, a fish out of water to a club he's not got any links with at all and trying to get it done in, let's face it, quite an unfashionable league in a really difficult situation. He's not inheriting a great Walter Smith Rangers side here. He's inheriting a very, very uh, long way behind the Celtic team. Um, so it's it's tough for him, but I respect him immensely. Did you see that it. amazing picture of him in the trophy room where he's looking around yeah. going, "Oh God!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. yeah. I, I think you know Jared is one of those players that's played at the top level for for all of his career, so it makes sense to him for him to go to a, to a big club, which yeah. Rangers undoubtedly are. We've said so many times, you know, Zidane and Giggs, players like that, they shouldn't necessarily start in the third division somewhere. And this mm-hmm. is a perfect fit for Gerrard. I agree it, with, with that you, in mind, I think. And also, I think it's, it's, it's a nice move for Rangers because the situation they're in, if they've got serious ambitions to, um, to, to win the league, and I think that's fanciful personally at this point, but if they have, they're going to have to gamble. They're not going to attempt 
I mean, you know this better than me, Mark's growing up. You're not gonna, they're not going to tempt a massive manager yeah. to Rangers in the current situation they're in. So they need to take a bit of a gamble with someone who might turn out to be a bit like a Rodgers, a good or a good young up-and-coming manager, like, I don't know, like a Luis Enrique or whatever at Barca, and, um, and see how they get on. If it, if, it, if it doesn't work for them, it's nothing really lost because mm-hmm. they're not going to get relegated. So yeah. it, it works out well for everyone, I think. Yeah, but, the, but there is pressure on him. Because if he doesn't do it, it doesn't matter if he's Steven Gerrard, the fans are going to have a go if, if they're mm. getting, still getting whipped by Celtic. So what, but what do you think next season, realistically? Oh, it's so, the thing is, it's so hard to, it's so hard to try and decipher all a this. A decent second place, would that be decent enough? Probably not. No, okay. I, I, think, I think because then Celtic will have won their eighth in a row. Mm. And both sides have nine... right enough to Dandy Dons there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. Yeah. But Celtic... And Rangers both have nine in a row. Celtic are thinking, oh, if we can get mm, that get tenth ten. in a row. I mean, it, ten in a row. You wouldn't have think, you wouldn't have thought that would happen. I mean, Rangers yeah. would argue, La decima. <laughs> <laughs> but Rangers fans would say, well, of course, we weren't in the league for yeah. for some of those ones, and I don't think Celtic fans will give two hoops. Yeah. You know, the deep fried decima, the deep fried. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> the yeah. McDecima. Yeah, I think we could. <laughs> the all McDecima, yeah. So, uh, but most, uh, most Rangers fans would be like, oh, we're a different club now, yeah. a completely different club. Yeah, well, they're not pick, ties to the past. They pick, yeah, well, they pick, they pick and choose when they want the past to be there or not. Because all those trophies that you spoke of in the cabinet, well, that was that. Yeah, you different... think that they'd be in the skip, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, that's, you know, that's oh, cool, oh, isn't it? You the, come it in the skip. In the put them in the skip. Because as Marcus. far as I'm concerned, you've got a skip for a heart. Yeah. <laughs> they want them through financial irregularities. Let them go because that's taking the Twitter heat off me. A beauty, yeah. that. Yeah, that's so, true. Right. Let's get up to Rangers at some um, point. and travelling back down past Hadrian's Wall, Marcus into England again. <laughs> Southampton are eleven to two to beat the aforementioned uh, Man City with Bet three six five this weekend. Makes sense. So ten pound that returns sixty five pound, including stake. Steven Gerrard. Not affected by that result. Not affected. Look, what is our best bet? We bet three six five well, this week. Nicole McCann is still in the hot seat, as we heard earlier in the week. Go on, Nicole. And she's come back in with another best bet, uh, with a chance to go for two in a row. She says, "Hello, Ramblers. Happy to be back in the hot seat after an extremely stressful week. I had my final uni exam on Friday morning, so my brother felt the need to get up early and inform me I have been chosen as the best bet of the week, making sure I was fully aware of the pressure I was under, <laughs> especially having called out the Roddens. So I basically spent the most important three hours of my life debating if my choice had been the right one or not. Um, <laughs> I think I can speak for everyone in this room. When we're saying, we, we've, we've all fa- failed most of our exams. So don't, yeah. don't, uh, we know how you feel. Anyway, all ended well. And for this week, I'm taking Sean Dyche's men to beat Bournemouth at 11 to 10, hopefully making another £105 for charity. Have a good weekend, Nicole. Nicole's right. Burnley to beat Bournemouth is indeed 11 to 10. And if Earthworm Sean and his little worms <laughs> give their fans a send off to remember, that's £105 for Prostate Cancer UK and two in a row for Nicole. Uh, all proceeds to Prostate Cancer UK, of course. And you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, it's begambleaware.org. We'll win £105. Yes, another 105 I think it's the mm. same odds as last time. Might well be. From, from memory. Now then, what has Luke been asking the listeners this week is a question we all want to ask Luke. Um, that was skillfully done. Um, <laughs> Dennis the Iceman Bergkamp wow. is celebrating his 49th birthday today. My goodness. 49. Um, I actually asked, um, do you know what I asked Ray Parler yesterday? I asked Ray Parler if, um, if he, any of the players got pissed off that Dennis Bergkamp wouldn't fly to away games. And Ray went, nah, Dennis could just do what he wanted. <laughs> anyway, he shared, you, you all could do what yeah, you wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He shares his nickname, of course, with a Top Gun character. Iceman. Yes. Yeah. You get it? Oh, yeah. But which footballers would you like to see cast in a remake of the 80s classic and why? Oh. No, that's my question. 
Um, Joe Hill says, uh, Fernando Torres and the Kelly McGillis role would take my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have seen the film to get that. <laughs> and he says, failing that, highway to the Nile Ranger zone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Gotta be happy. Come on, Spelzy. I think, uh, yeah. Well, Stephen Gerrard's gone to the Rangers zone, hasn't he? He has, yeah. exactly. Uh, James Whitten, uh, Harry Kane, uh, cast as Maverick, claiming he shot down every plane. <laughs> 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 and I'll leave this, I'll leave you with this one from Liam Doherty, because we've got going for Glow, haven't we? We well, have. Yeah. yeah, so Liam Doherty uh, suggests, uh, Gareth Southcat is Maverick, Kane is Goose, Vardy is Iceman, and John Joe is Meg Ryan. Nice. Hashtag playing with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I was wondering go. who was going to play Goose. I was kind of yeah. working that out. Mm. Goose who sad. It's not a spoiler because the film was made in about 1985. Don't Goose, say it. Don't say it. Goose who uh, is a great character in the film. Yeah, exactly. Does yeah. he die? I could never remember any films. You'll have to watch it to find How out. Does yeah. he die? How does he die? Watch it. Does he get ejected not, out of saying he does die. a helicopter? Yeah. It, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> and the piano, the piano falls on him. <laughs> 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 but he survives yeah, that it's like, when he stands on a rake and it hits him in the head as the final and everyone's like Tom Cruise you're supposed to fly planes not pianos Tommy what are you doing Cruise, piano? it's Tommy always going to go Cruise. wrong and now it's time for going for gold yes Lord. no Barry Grintles I said what? going for gold he does the buttons now mate I don't, know where, I don't know where that one is to be honest you don't know where any of them are don't just press it Barry Grintles. Thank you. There you, go. <laughs> no, you named it, and you named it Grintles. So it's not difficult to find. I didn't name it Grintles. Marcus brought up the Grintles. <laughs> no, True. you did. You the, named the the, uh, the jingy. I mean, the jingy on the jingy <laughs> on the jingy hall in the, the jingy jing- cave. The jingy shelving. The boss yeah. says a new devil is arriving. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-two people are watching this on uh, on Instagram. Is uh-huh. this Instagram? Yeah. Is this Instagram? Sam, is this Instagram? Shout out to Am my... I on the internet? Shout... Am I a cam girl? Oh, mate, you are all over the internet. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Glyn in Vietnam who's watching. Oh, right, come Glenn. on, let's do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness sake. <laughs> Look, do you want to be video or do you want to be audio? It's up to you. Uh, Owen Myers, or Myers. Hello, Owen Myers. Uh, is the blooming clues, guys. Um, I was born on the 30th of January, 1981. Okay. Okay. Stop. Owen Hargreaves. Incorrect. Oh, I thought Maybe you might have had that. that. <clears throat> Stop Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Incorrect. Uh, stop. I will have a go with, um, I can't think of a single football player of that age. Uh, carry on. <laughs> uh, I came on as a substitute in the 2002 Champions League final at 21. Ooh, who would that have been? Tender. <coughs> Real Madrid, Leverkusen? Was it that one? Yeah, it must be around then. Or was that 03? Was 03 Manchester? Juve. Guti. Incorrect. There's no way Gooty's 30, 37 now, is he? 36. Yeah, you're probably right. Stop. Claudio Pizarro. No, it's Bayern. Oh, Claudio Pizarro. Incorrect. I thought he was buying. He's buying. He Carry on. No, I'm not going Incorrect, in. mother. Um, <laughs> I have never played at a World Cup. Stop. George Best. Incorrect. <laughs> Stop. George Weyer. Incorrect. Stop, Marcus Speller. He's about the age. He's never played in the World Cup. Uh, involved in the Champions League. In my debut season in England, I would be named in the PFA Team of the Year. Ooh. A fine introduction to the Prem. He's played in the Premier League as well, has he? Stop. Cloud McAlealy. Incorrect. He's played at a World Cup. Of course <laughs> he has. <laughs> uh, stop. What about, uh, let's have a bit of uh, Michael Essien. Incorrect. Stop. Last Diara. Incorrect. Um, I won three Premier League titles during my time in England. I was very happy about this fact. And after everyone, uh, apparently, according to a quote, I, w- I was so happy that I went home and made love to my girl. Ooh, he must play for Man United then. Why? Three Premier League Because they, they all make love, go- love to their girls. Because, because oh, he moved to the Premier League after 2002. <laughs> I just thought you 
so they were particularly shaggy. Could have been Chelsea. Yeah. Could it not? Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, carry on. I also won the Golden Boot in the 2010-11 season. Oh. Stop. Dimitar Berbatov? Dimitar Berbatov, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. It would have been Leverkusen. Good stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, that all makes sense. I recently sense posted now. a message about um, worst wannabe coach ever, worst tactical advice, chip the ball to the strikers. <laughs> yeah, that was David James. Yeah. He's talking Chester, about. <laughs> we take it from there. Hashtag season finished. And the teams I played for was Bayer, Leverkusen, uh, Spurs, Man United, Fulham, Monaco, uh, Pauk, and uh, Carol Blasters. So Dimitar Berbatov. Told you, you played for Man United. Thank yeah. you very much, Owen. Well done, O. The big O there. Did you get the points? You didn't, you didn't get the points, did you, Marcus? Pretty woman. I did get the points. Down. I'm saying, Mar- I'm saying uh, talking to Jim- me, Marcus. I'm He's having Luke. a dig. I'm saying Luke didn't. No, he didn't, no. Seldom does he. No. no. He's an assistant. Am I safe? I don't know. Am I safe from relegations? <laughs> You're Europa League, mate. If, if I get your relegations, let me I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> no, you have to do the questions next year. Oh. Yay. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a billion trillion for listening Woo. to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Indeed it is, Luke. Indeed it is. But that's how much we are grateful to our fine listeners. They'll be back on Monday with us. Yeah, they for will. For the Football Ramble, of course. And they'll we be bloody welcome. <laughs> they would indeed. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Bye. Say goodbye, Petey. Bye. And goodbye from me. 